It's the FNA Podcast. What's going on? Welcome to the FNA Podcast. This is episode two. Recorded outside, arguably, or not arguably, indefinitely, Boulder's finest Mexican restaurant. I am F. Rodriguez. And I am Andrew Hyde. And this is a discussion about pettiness. Yeah, we're going to try to stick to, to pettiness as a thing because we're both petty people. I think we know ourselves well enough to realize that, to embrace it, to hold it close when the nights are cold. Do you think that's just like privilege, like to be like looking, like today I'm playing golf. This is the most privileged sport that I can name. Sure. Right, maybe ice curling is a little bit more. Or like anything with horses. Yeah. But I'm playing it, and I'm like, I'm a total cheapskate. I go in the afternoon, you know, when the deals are good. But your clubs are nice, though, right? You've got, like, the accoutrement is, like, top-notch, or at least decent, yeah? I paid $350 for them. What, what, what should they ago. go for? I would, like, if I buy another set, it'd be like, I mean, I'm not, because I'm cheap. But if you were? But if I were, it like, would be, um, let's say 1000 1050 No kidding. Yeah. Up until a week ago, I had never played golf, and... Uh, it was on a jaunt with uh, with Andrew and with uh, our friend Rich Grote that I finally understood the frustration and glory that is oh, golf. And so for me, I mean, I don't know what a, a set of golf clubs should go for. So this is actually new to me. So 300 versus 1,000. Uh, yeah, okay, that's clear. Yeah, and real pre- professionals blame the equipment. So me being bad equals the clubs are just cheap. So that's, that's why. Okay, that's okay. Good. So here's a question. Would you invest in some better clubs? I don't see why I would. No? Well, I mean, if that's the, the, I mean, taking you at your word, I mean, is that, is it really the clubs that's preventing you from playing better? It, I mean, to be honest, and this is a little inside baseball for our, our lovely audience. We love you. Um, I never got them fit. So it's kind of like having shoes that fit the length, but you actually never tied them. Right? Like, ah, that's an excellent They analogy. work. Yeah. They feel right. But like, I'm pretty scattered because um of that so i need to do that and just spend some money on that but back to your premise i mean but even owning them is a, is a privileged sort of thing totally and i'm like out on the links today and like had a good day um you know i, I think that i don't know it's just it's just so magic to be out there like i just had the most magical magical days um is this it, is the core pettiness of today so we go to a golf course that like it's pars you know par three par four par five and like the the total seventy two par course was just over I think eight thousand yards. Okay. So I don't know what that is in 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 miles, but like a couple miles. Let's let's say six. Okay. Six or seven. And like usually, you know, if it's a par four, you should be able to hit the ball, hit the ball again, and you should be on the green, and then you should two putt it, and that's like par. Right. Like that's. And there are several times today where I had three really good strikes of the ball and got on the green. And then two putted, and you know, for a bogey, and it was just like this really weird thing where like every hole was so long. So I mean, is this not preferred? I mean, are, do you prefer shorter games and or matches, whatever the, the term is? It was just like we had four players, and I think I said this course is long at least thirty times myself, <laughs> right? Which is just funny to do. It's sure. like yeah. this basketball is inflatable and bouncing, right? Right? Like it's just like such an obvious statement, but I think we were just like I don't know if it was the wind or if it was whatever, but like there's so many times where we're just like looking at each other in disbelief of this course being so difficult to play. Um, and and we were just being just being child, childish about that. I get it. What, uh, pe- childish and pettiness, where are we at? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the distinction is between the two. I like to think that 
petty is more is maybe the mature version of being childish. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 been aging in oak casks for a touch. Does it have anything to do with authenticity? That sounds like a buzzword, but yes, probably. Almost but certainly. like, if I'm being petty, like we're going into a restaurant that I would argue is like authentically Colorado Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, for the it's record, the, the restaurant Mexican. is called Efren's. It's out near Lafayette. Yeah, we go to it quite. when F gets sad because we, he wants to see his name a couple more times. <laughs> the narcissist in him is just beaming right now. You haven't seen it. But... I'm so self-obsessed. No, it's delicious. It's, it's, it's great food. It's absolutely delicious. But if you go to Mexico, not many parts of Mexico are going to have that. There's a very Colorado-flavored version of that. Yeah. Heavy on green chilies, heavy on um, using flour tortillas because that's appropriation. Yep. I want to start that rumor. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, I, I I'd spent the the last almost two years in in Switzerland, and so uh, no, I mean, I'm overcome with joy that I can eat this stuff again. Yeah, like any Mexican food that's not any is good. Yeah, you know, compared to I lived in Switzerland as well. I like that we have these like very weird tangents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many people can say they lived in Switzerland. This is true, and uh, I I don't know that I do it again, but I did learn a lot while I was there. But like, is it petty? Like back to the authentic authenticity thing. Yeah. Like if I don't like my meal tonight. Yeah. That's probably just because my taste didn't like it, right? It, it's not. That's not petty. Oh. Right. That's uncultured. Yeah, right, like not being able to understand what they put out. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's accurate because I mean it, it is super authentico. I mean it's 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 like supposed to be the real deal for this style. But like for us, we I mean it's just good food. Right? We're not restaurant reviewers. We're not like we're gonna be petty if like somebody we could hear has a squeaky voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna be petty if. <laughs> Our waitress is like surly because when we're like super happy, yeah, we're gonna be petty when they want us to pay money for our meal, which is outrageous. FNA. My mustache is great. I've I've gotten so accustomed to it. I was looking at photos of myself earlier because every so often I'll pop on to like I don't know uh, Snapchat or maybe sometimes Facebook. Yeah. Very seldom Facebook, and it'll hit me with, "Hey, remember this post from two years ago or three years ago?" Did you just segue authentic? Colorado Mexican food with your mustache because <laughs> I think that's a good segue yes it was an artful segue no no it's just it's 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 I I look at old photos of myself and I only have this this beast of a mustache for like maybe a year and a half so it's authentic to Colorado yeah exactly okay. right it was it's designed for yeah. these these altitudes. and it's gonna catch some Mexican food tonight I've had small children hurl Funyuns and Cheerios yeah. toward my mustache, hoping to land on the tips. I think your fear of children is petty. My facial hair is a carnival game. I think your facial hair is very strong. I'm working on it. It takes a lot of work. It's good. I think, <laughs> I think your grooming game is much better than mine. FNA. Speaking of games, um, we recently ended season, I want to say two or three. Um, it's not season one of Skee-Ball. Uh, I joined a skee ball league. Uh, Andrew was too busy to join, but um, yeah, we completed it. My team took third. I how many teams played? I think there were four or five. Okay. No, there were four. There were okay. four. So yeah, we. How'd you get third in a four-person? <laughs> okay, it was hard. They brought they brought the A, B, and C games. It's intense competition. Right. Our friend uh, uh, Sam Gastro was mm -hmm. uh, was playing. Our friends Nico and Katie were oh, playing. That's good. That's good. Uh, so yeah, there were some, some. What's the word I want to use here? There were some ringers, and they brought their fingers, and they were hard to overcome. Clearly. So you got third 
in a ski ball league. Yes. But you're good. Oh, I'm great. That's the thing. You can't let these things get you down, man. Because oh, so for one, I turned up every single week, like I didn't uh, shirk my competitive duties, and I, what's the word? I took I took part in the. Uh, they had like uh, fun rolls. So sometimes you had to be blindfolded. Sometimes you got spun around. Uh, you would have to hold specific poses and then you know throw the ball or roll the ball. And yeah, I, I was into all of it. So uh, I didn't expect to take first place because I'm not a winner. I am a uh, turner-upper, a turn-up. I think that's good. I think that you really, I mean, I learned two things. One, you're phenomenal at ski ball when you put one leg up. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, so there's this move uh, in the show notes. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll link to an image of it. So there's a, there's a, a fun roll that we did um, where you had to assume a thinker pose. So, you know, hand on your chin and the other hand kind of like on your knee or something. Anyway, uh, I had never done so well as I did when I rolled with that you style. You are the Michael Jordan of skee-ball in thinker pose, is yeah. what I learned. Yeah, I'm, I'm a thinker man. So, you know, I, and I tried to replicate that success later, and I, I, I was slightly off in my form. Anyway, um, but yay for skee-ball, it's all done. And speaking of, because um, things work in threes, we talked about golf, which is a game involving a ball. We talked about skee-ball. Uh, let's talk pinball. FNA. So oh. the same venue that... Uh, played host f- for our ski ball league, uh, Press Play in downtown Boulder, also owns uh, upwards of maybe, I want to say eight to nine to ten pinball machines. Right. Uh, and we've discovered that Andrew is quite good at pinball. Yes. I I like it. It feels like a child's game that I treat as an like an intellectually stimulating adult game. Okay. Like I feel it, I feel like cribbage as less of a thinking game as I do pinball. What is cribbage? Cribbage is like an old man card game. Oh, it's a card game. Okay. Two vision okay. four, pair of six, pair of eight. You see, that's the thing. Like, I, I, there's so many games that I don't like. I've never played poker. I've never played uh, blackjack. I, I didn't grow up with cards, not because we did, they weren't around, but like my parents didn't know these games, and as a consequence, I wasn't taught these games. Right. And so, um, did you ever play fifty two card pickup? No, I've never played any card game. I wish play that one. I think I played Uno once. And I didn't. It was so it's asinine that you we played didn't. Uno Uno. Yes, yes. I played Uno. Uh, well, Uno I guess lost. it's technically uh, one time, one time. But anyway, Ryan is our friend, Ryan Wanger, and he like runs the machines, right? He operates a company, Comet Pinball, which sells all these LED lights. I think half volt lights. I think they're called. Like that's his niche. They're not like Burning Man art car lights, but they're like you know. Zelda pinball. Is there Zelda pinball? I'm sure there's Zelda pinball. Oh, I wonder. They're pretty guarded, but yeah. Um, so anyway, he has some of these, and he kind of, I watched him play one time, and it was kind of, it, it changed it from like, let's just keep the ball in play, to like, let's go on missions, let's score points, here's trick shots. Really? Here's, yeah. Here's how to do the special start. Here's how to, you know, score here. You want to make sure this one's lit up when you do this. And so like watching that and watching him like pass back and forth between the paddles yeah so you can pass it and learn how to do that for each game like so like i need to do a shot that's more accurate with my left paddle yeah so i'm going to pass it from my right to my left without touching anything yeah and like that's really boring if you're just in an arcade having a drink sure playing around but if you're actually going for points um because you know how much i love sports ball and part of sports ball's mission is to acquire more um points yes than the away team correct and so i you know I like I like it. I get into it. I get like I've never felt so addicted to something than when I'm playing pinball. 
No kidding. Like it, when it goes, when it's like game over, I'm like reaching to my pocket to put more quarters. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Without even looking to see like where's F. Yeah, yeah. I think we spent upwards of I want to say like at least I want to say thirty dollars. Yeah, uh, in spent, quarters. I'm gonna um, say it's conservative. Yeah. I think I spent. I think I spent thirty dollars. Oh snap! Yeah, I, least, I, I definitely it. spent at least twenty. Yeah, whenever you weren't looking, I was just. By contrast, I mean for me, I. I I understand what you're describing, where you the finesse uh, involved in, you know, parking the ball, you know, on uh, on one of the paddles, but I still see it as kind of a brute force sort of thing, where I hit the thing as hard as I can as soon as it makes contact with the paddle, and I guess I, I just don't appreciate the, the the subtlety involved in playing it well. F and A. All right, let's talk about one subtlety thing. There's yeah. this was it Batman? Okay. That's a game I liked a lot. Yes, not Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. I called it Spider-Man one time because I'm a terrible nerd. You're the worst. And uh, I'm, I'm really terrible. I saw... <laughs> what was it? What was the Avengers movie? Uh, the most recent one? Yeah. Endgame. Endgame. I saw the Endgame movie, which I, it was my first time seeing a comic book film ever. That is crazy to me. Because it, it's not that they're good. I mean, I, I like them, but I, I, I objectively, I can't say, oh, it's a good film because... But they make we, them we all know, the time. Yeah, that's the thing. There's just so many of them. I'm shocked that you... Uh, haven't been in a room when one of the Iron Man movies or Iron Man movies was on. Yeah. That's crazy. To me. So I, I went to the person that I went to that movie with and I said, Doctor, Doctor Who is really powerful. <laughs> You're such a troll. <laughs> no, but like that was. You had to have known no. that, that Doctor Who is not like. No, a... it was the Doctor and the only the Doctor that I know is Doctor Who. And it was like. It was fucking... Every, I mean, it was every <laughs> single person ever that's been in a comic book movie on screen together, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We had yeah. the Hulk. Yeah. We had... I don't. I can't name another character. That's yeah, you've had everybody, is, is what you're getting at. Yeah. And, and uh, for them to not have Doctor Who was more surprising to me <laughs> than there to be something called Doctor Strange. So here's a question for you. Do you uh, are you into... Are you a Whovian? Or, or do you watch Doctor Who at all? No, no, I don't either. And our friend Justin Crow is obsessed with them. Yeah, so well, what's I feel funny? Like I, I could fill in friend. that blank with so many different names because it seems like everyone loves this the show. Same for Game of Thrones. Yeah, and for me specifically, it's not even like a badge thing. Like, oh, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Doctor Who. I just haven't. And I, I knew that I would love it, but there's so much to catch up on yeah. with regard to Who because you had the the David Tennant mm -hmm. uh, period, and then whoever was after him. Yada yada yada. It isn't like it's like eight years of end to end episode. Like yeah. it's like I can't go back and do these things. It's not. I won't do it. Can do but it. that said, I know it's something that I would enjoy, and so at least you have that reference. If you don't have the Doctor Strange reference. F N A. Speaking of of TV, uh, while this episode is being recorded, uh, episode three of season of the final season of Game of Thrones is is uh, on its way. Why am I here? Um. <laughs> I, I, I've been reading the recaps. I, I got hold of uh, some spoilers for last week's episode. I don't watch the show, but I've kept up with it because it's important in culture. And uh, This yeah. is like me in sports. Like I know who's in the playoffs, yeah, but yeah. I can't name a player. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's fair. And I'm kind of similar to that. But I read the spoilers. Like I love spoilers about the new um, Avengers movie. I love spoilers about what's coming out for Game of Thrones. Like I, I don't share them because I'm not right. an asshole. But... I do, I, I do seek them out. This is like when I accidentally kick on to TMZ. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm there, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, this person is dating this person. Like, I, I really, I can't look away, but I feel like it's, like, almost my moral obligation as a, a, a product of, of consumer American to know who 
Kesha is. So I use the Google News app. That's like my main news source. Okay. And uh, on the For You tab, um, inevitably, yeah, there's like some uh, uh, Peter Davidson. Is it Pete? No, Pete Davidson stuff. There's um, Taylor Swift stuff. Not because I'm like a big TMZ or uh, e online person, but that yeah, that's in my world too. You know, these pop culture. I won't say icons, but those figures that are doing weird, stupid stuff. Like I end up finding out about them, and I don't mind that because it's actually kind of fascinating to me that these people exist. It's super odd to know that they like we're never gonna befriend them, <laughs> right? We might we might see them at South by Southwest. Uh, you, I bet I, at some point, I bet either you or I will bump into Pete Davidson. He he goes to light shows and stuff, and he goes to like he's a little techie, a little bit. I could see that. We'd have to start doing some drugs, though. <laughs> Speaking of um, odd things, I heard that there are uh, rats in your walls. Uh, all right. So um, the long story short, I haven't lived in my house for a while, um, and. I I moved back in this week, and the the people that were living there um, decided to, um, you know, let, let me know. I mean, like they're moving out at, when they said they'd move out, which was very very nice. And they um, were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it smells like a dead rat." <laughs> Do they say like like a dead rat? Because that's a very specific smell. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you if you've had dead rat, you know dead rat. Okay. Right? I've never like, had dead rat. Yeah. It's like it's like if you've had a beer, you know what a beer tastes like. <laughs> what? Right. Like it. It is a very okay. specific. It is the only smell oh that will anger me. Really? Like I smell that, and my whole like I start sweating, and I just I I hate everything about it. How? So when I went by, so I went by yesterday. Yeah. Um, how dead ratty was it when I was there? Is Very. that the smell? Yeah. Well, oh, so that I had covered it up because I'd burned sage. Because you right, right, right. Set the well, so what I'm getting at is, I kind of want to know what the smell is since it produces such a response. Oh, it's this is for like, this is for future prank warfare. Like, you know this, right? No, you don't. This, this <laughs> you would you would end up alone with no clothes, far away from society. This is all. If you pranked me with dead rat smell, <laughs> like that—that's not a prank. That's an act of war. That is an act. Which of is war. like a very interesting discussion that we can get into of like what's actually a prank these days. We we can cover that next time. Because like scaring somebody, like I think you like to be scared, but like I do. So it, this isn't a deviate or a yeah. tangent that's worth going into, but I do love scary movies. I love horror. Yeah, yes. But like, do we do really lame April Fool's Day jokes all year to prank each other? No, no, no. I mean, I, I think I mean I think that level is. I think just how that's how people end up uh, being apprehensive around each other, which is not what we're going for. But it's just something for me to note that that specific smell, that's a trigger. Just terrible. So anyway, I get to my house and I'm like, I know this is there and I do, I've got my usual routine. This has happened twice before. And there's like a place in the crawl space that during the winter, the little mice like going cause it's warm and I can understand that. And I wish they'd find another warm place to live, but you know, they've chosen my house and you know, I can empathize with little, you know, I do that too. I like living there. <laughs> and I just don't, I just would appreciate if they went and like got eaten by a, a hawk if they wanted to die. Sure. Right. If you're on a suicide mission, like get, get, get out of my crawl space. So this morning I woke up at like 6am because I just am getting old and I went downstairs and I got in the crawl space and I had a, like a fly fishing rod under my crawl space. That's awesome. And I duct tape a fork that I'd bent 90 degrees. What? 
because like where it died is like deep into the crawl space okay where it's like i can't fit so you have to lower the fork well i like it's horizontal okay right and so i can so i had um on one end of the fly rod i had duct taped uh, a flashlight okay and on the other end i duct taped a fork <laughs> and then i crawled in and there's just rat shit everywhere i mean it's just it's it's just bad it's a whole bad scenario it's dark it's dusty there's rat shit I don't like it. I've got swim goggles because I don't want to get the fucking everything in my eyes. Yep. And then I've got a mask on because I don't want to inhale any of this stuff. And I'm going for it. And I'm, I'm like slowly pulling out his little nest that he's made. And there's like grass from outside. And there's... That's disgusting. Like in insulation. And there's, you know, more rat shit. Like it's just... What did you get him? Terrible. No. So I spent like my first two and a half hours of this morning, like in a crawl space wedged up against a rock and like with my foot out in this like super athletic and lame position and with like fishing for a, a, a dead, dead red. And they weren't biting. They weren't biting. I was a bad fisherman. So tonight, guess what I get to go do after dinner? Dude, Friday night rat fest. You better believe it. I am Charlie the Rat King, and I feel like, I feel that crazy. If you've seen that Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah, where he's just like the conspiracy <laughs> theorist and nobody believes that he goes down and like battles, like, I feel the same way. FNA. On that note, I think rats all, folks. We will end episode two here. Mm, I don't uh, know if we should. We gotta do it. We Our gotta table do it. still is not ready. No, uh, it's, it's, it's 7.30. Are you that hungry? Yes, I'm starving. We can get a drink at the well, bar. Oh, gosh, there's alcohol. Adios! That was a podcast girl from the heart.